0: Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how Jesus calms the storms of life. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and right now, we're in one of those storms. And Jesus is offering us a way to get through it. You you might know the story from Mark 4. The disciples are uh, in a boat that's halfway across the lake. A fierce storm begins to beat against it. The waves are so high, uh, they wash over them. Uh, It begins to, to swamp their little ship uh, they're beginning to sink, and they're bailing out as as fast as they can. Uh, but more water's coming in than's going out, and it's obvious that if the storm doesn't die down, they will die. You know, many of the disciples we know are seasoned fishermen. They've known of boats that have gone down in this kind of weather. They've known of sailors who never came home, and they're scared, and they've got good reason to be scared. And Mark chapter four. Verse 38, it says, Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion and the disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? Now here is Jesus asleep. How can he do that? Well, there's two reasons. Jesus knows who he is. He's the son of God. And number two, he knows where he's going. He's going to the cross. Jesus was not going to die until he had fulfilled his destiny because of those two facts, that ship wasn't going down as long as Jesus was on board. But the disciples, they were frustrated because they weren't thinking that way. They weren't thinking of Jesus as the son of God. They weren't thinking about him, uh, about his going to the cross to die for our sins and to rise from the grave. They weren't thinking about those things. As far as they were concerned, sure, Jesus was a good teacher. He was a powerful healer. He was a good friend, but that's about it. They weren't thinking farther than that. And now, Here they are in the midst of a dangerous storm and they had been bailing for hours and hours for all they were worth and they are going down. They're going to die and here is Jesus asleep. The disciples wake him up uh, and cry, teacher, don't you care? Don't you care? And at that Jesus, he got up, uh, he rebuked the wind. He said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was uh, a great calm and he said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this that even wind and sea obey him? Now, what just happened there? Now, let's start from the beginning. Mark chapter four, uh, verse 35 says, on that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. So whose idea was this to go to the other side of the lake? It was Jesus' idea. Jesus was the one who said they should cross to the other side of the lake that that night. And so if it were Jesus' idea, do you think Jesus knew this storm was coming? Of course he did. He is God. He, He knows this kind of thing. And so why would Jesus send his disciples into the teeth of this scary storm and then go to sleep? Well, he wanted to see what they do. This was a test, a a multiple choice quiz, if you will. And in this test, the disciples had uh, at least three choices. Number one, they could bail and they could bail and they could bail until they sank. Number two, uh, they could remember that Jesus had done this sort of thing before and ask for him to perform a miracle. Or number three, they could do what they did. What did they do? They went to Jesus full of doubt. They didn't go to Jesus Uh, for help. They didn't look for him to fix their problem. They were anxious and they were worried and they wanted him to wake up. Why? So he could be worried along with them. You could say they flunked this test. Jesus, he calms the wind, he calms the sea, and then he turns to them and he asks, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? They were acting out of fear. And the thing about fear is we don't like to be afraid alone. When we are feeling afraid, we want people to validate our fear, to tell us that it's reasonable. You know, the, the businessmen that James was talking uh, about, they had a, a plan in James chapter four. They were going to go to a city, they were going to do business there, and that planning isn't wrong. God's okay with us making practical plans, He just wants us to make our plans rely on Him. So, if the disciples were like those businessmen, they would have been bailing out buckets of water to try to keep the ship afloat. And of course, they would eventually realize that was futile. I mean, they would recognize how fragile their situation was and they would turn to Jesus for help. But they didn't even do that. They just woke up Jesus so he could share in their fear. They asked him, don't you care? They weren't trying to help themselves. They didn't even ask Jesus to help. They just wanted to panic. And that is our temptation today. That's our temptation this week, this month, while we go through this crisis, we see things that understandably worry us. And instead of making plans that rely on God, we start feeding into the panic that's all around us. We look up at the sky and ask, teacher, don't you care? Instead of saying, father, we know you care because we know who your son is and what he has done for us. So give us the wisdom to navigate this situation humbly and lovingly. The disciples didn't do that. They gave in to fear rather than faith. And because they did that, Jesus taught them a lesson that speaks directly to us today. First, he tells them if they were going to follow him, they were going to need more faith than they had. And second, he taught them that when he was finished with them, they would be able to face the worst of storms with a peace that the world just wouldn't understand. You know, later on in his ministry, uh, Jesus told them peace I leave with you my peace I give you I do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid in John chapter 14 uh, verse 27 you know, Paul wrote to the the Christians at Philippi taught them that if they did what Jesus wanted them to do they would have the peace of God which transcends all understanding you know his peace it doesn't seem to make any sense and it will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. On the lake that night, Jesus was giving them an object lesson and the kind of peace that he would supply in their lives. When the storm was at its worst, Jesus just stood up and he spoke to the winds. He spoke to the waves, peace, be still. And there was peace. The night had been filled with all of these sounds. The wind was howling, the waves were crashing, the mast was creaking and threatening to break into two, sails were ripping and tearing as the storm swept over them, and the constant sounds never seemed to quit. But at the command of Jesus, everything became calm. Everything was quiet. There was peace that night. You know, Jesus was teaching his disciples That when they reached the level of faith that he wanted them to have, this would be the kind of peace that they would have in their lives. A peace that could endure even the worst of storms. And when Jesus leads us through our storms, that's the kind of peace we can have. There are going to be times of trouble, of heartache, of loss, of disappointment. But in the midst of those storms, Jesus says, We can have peace. In the midst of this storm right now, this this global pandemic, we can have peace. Why? Because we know the same things that let Jesus sleep in that boat that night, that he is the son of God. And he went to the cross. In this world, you will have trouble, he promises us. But take heart. I have overcome the world, John 16, 33. And another place we're given this promise. I will never leave you nor forsake you, Hebrews 13, verse 5. You know, you and I, we will suffer in this world, but take heart. Jesus will lead us through the storms. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. For the next couple of weeks, uh, we're continuing to talk about how the Bible would have Christians react to uh, the coronavirus pandemic. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, uh, opening up God's word, and talking about that with you next time.